0: Hey there and welcome to the When's My Time podcast. I'm Ozzy Air, founder of When'sMyTime.com. Well, it's Tuesday. 25th of April 2017 and in my part of the UK it is a beautifully sunny but very cold day. If you listened to the last podcast, which was around about a couple of weeks ago, apologies for that you'll know that at the time I was um, sounding very croaky indeed, I was in the middle, or I was getting towards the end of having a a really nasty bug a bug that I haven't quite got rid of you can probably still hear a catch in my voice which is a little bit debilitating when a lot of your work depends on your ability to record voiceover and create videos, that sort of stuff. Uh, but never mind. In the meantime, Carol, my wife and I went on a much-needed break to the city of Granada in southern Spain. Now, Granada is... I, well, I, I'd never been there before. I'm a country boy at heart. I'm, I'm not a city boy at, our, uh, at heart. But Granada is somewhere that I've simply fallen in love with. Now, I, I very often, I, I, if you're like me, you probably do the same. You go to a place and you really enjoy it while you're there and you start thinking, well, what would it be like if I lived there and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, I do that all the time. And I've, I'll i be honest, I've been considering it, you know, what life would be like in Granada. Uh, and I have to conclude that it would be fantastic. And why is that? Well, the people were so incredibly friendly now, you're probably used to that if you go to sort of tourist-type places, and, and Granada clearly has its share of, of tourists, because it's such a, a historical place, but it's a working town as well. And the city itself seemed as though it was made up of several villages. Does that make sense? You, you'd go to different parts of the, the city that were quite distinct and discreet from from the the neighbouring parts. And People seem to have time in the busy day to stop and chat and pass the time of day. And that's such a precious thing. And it's such a rare thing in a large city, isn't it? It's all hustle and bustle. People don't really have time for one another. But it didn't feel like that at all in Granada. And everywhere we went, everywhere we went, we were met with smiling faces, people seeming at ease with one another. Now, you'll know that uh, the whole premise behind the, this this podcast is is about. Well, it was inspired by the, the dissatisfaction I felt with my own life in corporate life. It was it was inspired by the fact that it took me till I was over fifty years of age to decide, hey, this isn't for me. I mean, how thick can you get? I mean, how silly, how stupid can you get to to waste your life doing that? Because I, I'd always been in the wrong place. For me. For me. But I want to talk about people who were clearly in the right place. People who I met, who Carol and I met in our short stay, in our oh so short stay, far too short a stay in Granada, who were so clearly in the right place. Now, one of the reasons that I suggested to Carol that Granada might be the place that we go to visit when we were deciding to take a, a short break, is that when I was a boy, I saw photographs of the Alhambra the Alhambra Palace. Now, if you're not sure what that is, go online and look it up. Uh, you, I'm, uh, forgive me if I'm sort of teaching you to suck eggs, you more than likely do know what it is, but just go online if you're not sure what it is. And even if you're sure what it, what it is, go online and look at photographs of the Alhambra and you'll recognise it and you'll understand immediately why I've wanted to visit there since I was a little boy. So this is somewhere I've, I've wanted to visit for about 50 years. But for some reason, we never got around to it. But this time, we did. And I, I have to tell you, Carol was behind the whole thing. She, she booked everything. I just suggested we went to, to, to Granada because of the Alhambra. But Carol booked the flight. She booked the hotel. She booked a tour, a guided tour around the Alhambra. It was a three-hour guided tour. And this brings me to the, the the first person I want to talk about. It was, and this is sort of product placement, but not. I mean, there's nothing in it for me. In this, I, I don't have any sort of connection with it. But Carol booked the tour via an organisation called Viator or Viator, which is a trip advisor company. So it's part of the Tripadvisor organisation, Viator, Viator. And so, as I say, it was a, a three-hour tour. And to be honest, I. I didn't know what I was expecting. But what we got was a young guy who showed us around, a Spanish guy called Juan, and his knowledge and enthusiasm for the place was just beyond compare. Now, I know it it must be, for someone like me, it would be easy to get enthusiastic about somewhere like that because the place is stunning. It is so beautiful and so full of the most fascinating history. Now, if you look again, if you know this already, uh, forgive me. But the Alhambra essentially, most people think of it as a fortress on a hill. It is so much more than that, it is it's practically a city on a hill uh, with the most beautiful gardens and buildings and fountains and everything else about it, which is perfect. Now, I would strongly recommend that if ever you find yourself heading towards Europe, if ever you find yourself heading towards Spain, if ever you find yourself heading towards southern Spain in particular, make a beeline for Granada and for the Alhambra and book a tour. And if you're lucky, if you're lucky, you may just get one to take you on that tour. Because this guy was so clearly in the right job. Just as I spent 30-odd years in the wrong job, or jobs. This guy was so in the right job. He was brilliant. His knowledge was just uh, phenomenal. He, he, he as clearly, I would imagine, he had a script that he recited as he went around, but he, he, made, he was so enthusiastic about it. It didn't sound like a script, if that makes sense. He wasn't just like somebody reading, you phone a call centre, they're reading off. It wasn't like that at all. He made it personal to us. And when I say he made it personal to us, he was very conscious of the differing needs within the group. It sounds a large group. It was a group of 30. But he made us all feel like we had an individual connection with him. There was a lady in the group who was, um, had a leg injury and she was actually having to make her way around on, on crutches. And so clearly that slowed things up a little bit. And there were places that she couldn't sadly visit. But he always made sure that she got to see as much as possible. While the tour was in English, there was another couple who were from France, and while they had a little bit of English, their English was probably as good as my French, if you see what I mean. So, so schoolboy from many, many years ago. But one was able to converse with them in French as well. A, a very talented linguist. And his English was probably better than mine. His vocabulary was outstanding. And he was prepared to take questions from us he made sure that there were pauses in the tour where we could wander off and take photographs if we wished or spend time with him asking more about the history of the place and listen the reason I'm telling you about one is a I I want to recognize what a great job he was and I, I certainly would go on the tour again with him no questions asked so I, I want to recognise that, but I also want to recognise that if you do get the right job, you, you see, people think I'm anti-job. I'm not anti-job. I'm anti the wrong job. If you do get the right job, boy, have you hit the mother load. I mean, really, if you if you're in the right job, congratulations. And if you're not in the right job, think about what job it is that you want. So, Thank you, Juan. I doubt that you'll ever get to hear this, but maybe some one of your bosses at, at TripAdvisor will one day. And if that's so, I hope it filters down to you. It certainly made me think, well, I wonder if we did move to Granada. I wonder if I could be another English-speaking tour guide at, uh, at the Alhambra. Or maybe just a gardener pottering around all day. I mean, they, they've got an army of gardeners there. But it was just fantastic, and I loved every second of it. The next person I want to talk to you about is a lady, and forgive me, I didn't get her name. But I can, again, this is going to sound like product placement, but I believe in recognising this lady, and this is the only way that I can indicate who she was. She was in a, a specific shop near the cathedral in Granada. And if you ever get the chance to visit the cathedral and all the royal chapel, uh, go to both. But if you ever get a chance to visit those, those buildings... Um, Take it, take it. I Just phenomenal. But very near there uh, to the cathedral is a shop called Medievo. Uh, it's spelled M-E-D-I-E-V-O, and it sells speciality teas and it sells dried fruits that are special to the area and that sort of stuff. I mean, it's. it's it, I mean, it is a touristy shop. Don't get me wrong. It is. It is there to capture the tourist market. But the cool thing about that, whereas. If you go to London, the capital of my own country, you go to a tourist-type shop and you know the prices have been doubled or quadrupled even because it's in a tourist area. There was there was none of that there. there were, I, the prices were the prices you would expect to pay in the local supermarket or whatever. It, it, but it was such a lovely shop. Anyway, we were looking for gifts for our two sons uh, to, to bring home. And we espied these little teapots. Both of them like teas, uh, as, as do I, which, considering I'm British, probably comes as no surprise. But both of them like teas. So we've, we found these little teapots, these cast iron teapots, which were a little heavy. And we'd only, we'd only taken hand luggage with us because it was a very short stay. It was three nights. So we figured that to, you know two bags between us would have enough clothes and all that sort of stuff. So we were a bit concerned about the weight so first things first I, I managed to explain to this lady I could I weigh these I mean my very halting Spanish and best very best sign language could I weigh these teapots and she sort of pointed me to the scales and we weighed them there and decided we could probably leave a few things behind and if if it came if the worst came to the worst then I realized we didn't have enough cash with us so Carol stayed with her while I hot-footed it back to the hotel, which was about 10 minutes away. So I raced back to the hotel. In the meantime, Carol and this lady, um, this lady spoke little or no English, which was unusual actually in the the areas that we're talking about, but she spoke little or no English. And Carol speaks slightly less Spanish than me. So you can see the conversation wasn't going to uh, get too in depth. But anyway, while I was gone, Carol and this lady were having a chat as best they could. And in the process, this lady recommended a specific tea, which was blended with local flowers uh, around the Granada region. So it's very aromatic tea. And it smells wonderful. Absolutely smells wonderful. So this was a few euros a pack. So we decided, Carol decided, well, we'll take the two teapots and we'll take them a the boys each a pack of the, this this tea, this local tea. So that would be a nice gift. So I get back with the cash and the lady just charges us for the teapots. And I offered to pay for the tea. so no, no, she charged for the teapots. Now, she didn't need to do that. We'd be more than happy to pay, more than happy to pay for this fantastic tea and these beautiful teapots. We expected to. Boy, has that ever made an impression on me? I didn't. Look, it cost her a few euros and it didn't actually cost her. It was just a lack of profit, you can say. She'd lost out on a little profit. But what a wonderful gesture. What a wonderful gesture. And you see, that's the thing. When you give great service, it comes back to you in ways that you probably would never imagine. So here's me now. Here are two people that I'm talking about who I've never met before. They didn't know that I had a podcast. But I can tell you, if you get a chance, now, whether this is going to work or not, but I can tell you if you get a chance, book a tour of the Alhambra via Viator, And if you can, get one as your guide. And if you're ever in the area of the cathedral in Granada or the Royal Chapel, which are next door to one another, seek out a shop called Medievo. And there is a lady there, she's probably, I've got to be careful when it talks about a lady's age, but she's probably early 50s, dark hair, um, fairly short, about 5'2", something of that sort. But a very nice lady. Uh, And she gave us the most remarkable service that I was so happy with that I'm now talking about it here. So there were two people clearly in the right job, clearly love what they were doing, clearly got a kick out of getting giving great service. They got as much out of it as I did. I'm sure of that. I'm absolutely certain that both Juan and this lady got as much of a kick out of giving great service as I got out of receiving it. So that's really today's message. Whatever you're doing. Give great service, even if you're not enjoying it at the moment, even if you're in a job that you're not enjoying at the moment. Give great service because you don't know who's on the receiving end. You don't know what they might be able to do for you in the future. I mean, this podcast now is listened to in... Hang on a minute. Let me just check. I haven't checked since I I was away. I think last time I said it was, what was it, 59 countries. And because I haven't recorded any since then... I haven't checked how many countries we're in. So I'm just getting my stats up now as I speak. And most professional of me, isn't it? I should have got that. Good Lord, we're in 63 countries. Now. So four more countries have been added since our last recorder. So we're in 63 countries now. So I'm guessing there is a chance that somebody in one of those countries is going to listen to this podcast, is going to hear this, going to hear that recommendation, and is travelling to Grenada or planning to travel to Grenada in the next few months. Well, if you are, go seek out those people. Go seek out the shop MediEvo near the, the, uh, the cathedral. You'll get great service. Go book a tour via Viator, or Viator on TripAdvisor. And as I say, I know there is no, nothing in this for me. It's just that I just believe that if I get great service, I should shout about it as much as if I get poor service. If, you know, people are quick enough to complain, aren't they, when they get poor service. I got great service in both these occasions, and I want to recognise that. So somebody listening to this podcast is going to be visiting Granada soon. Go out and check out those people. That's one, and the Lady in the Medievo shop. And if you do, say, Aussie says hi. And when they say, what? Because they don't know. They don't know that I have this podcast. You can point them to this podcast. Say, go check out the When's My Time podcast. I think it's episode 165 and you'll hear him talking all about you. I'm going to ask you to do something else as well. If you've enjoyed this podcast, Tell your friends about it. Head over to iTunes, make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Both those things. The subscribing and leaving a review will help this podcast grow in the rankings and makes it easier to find. So, we're look, we're already in 63 countries. How about we aim for 100? How about we aim for 100? And you can help me with that. Leave me a review. Leave me a bunch of stars. That helps with that. Look, if you want to talk to me in more detail, you can always, you can hit me up on Twitter at Aussie Air. That's O-double-Z-Y-E-Y-R-E. Or you can email me at Aussie, o double zyo again, Aussie at WensMyTime.com. Email me and you can contact me there. Look, all of those emails come direct to me. They're not filtered at all. I will answer all emails. And if you want to tell me a bit about your story, Uh, I'd be more than happy to hear it, and if you're happy for me to do so, I'll share it in a future podcast. How about that? Thank you again for choosing to spend your time with me. I've been Ozzie Air, founder of WhensMyTime.com, and I'm here to tell you, your time is now.